0: Yo, Reverend JJ, back at the Lotus Lounge, Monday the 26th, 2024. I only had one appointment scheduled today, and she needed to reschedule. So I have no appointments today. So I've just been hanging out, doing some laundry, went to the grocery store. I'm drinking the coconut water, keeping it 100, and this is a mango, pure coconut water. So yo, lots is going on, and I don't really know exactly what I'm going to talk about today, but I hope you guys enjoyed the five hours of email correspondence from my last relationship. It's lovely. He it was a lovely, lovely man. I hope it helped you see things differently and then, and I'm sorry too if you resonated with it and, you know, have had relationships like that. So the narc switch has been activated, and I may end up coming back and talking a little bit more about some stuff on narcissism, but right now I've got some other things that I want to delve into, but the big news today, and I've mentioned how there's just so much happening. So a couple days ago, I don't remember if it was yesterday, I think it was the 24th, Saturday, I believe, um, but it may ha- that would have been Sunday in the UK. But so I don't know. I saw this video about um, the king's horses that were out, and it was a rare sighting. And then today was announced that Jacob Baron Rothschild has passed away at the age of eighty-seven. So this is huge news. And as other people have stated, and I believe as well, uh, I believe he's already been dead. He's already been executed. It's just now being announced. So also, too, I had seen that the king, King Charles, is being given six months to live because of cancer, which is very, very rare um, from what some people have said. Also, is that the royals don't get cancer. So, who knows what's going on, who's playing his part. He may already be gone as well. So, yeah, so much is going on. So, let's stay... In our positivity. I have some things in here on like the IRS. I don't really feel like talking about that today. Um, I'm not really sure. So, yeah, I mean, I don't, this just like the real reason why they removed lead. I talked about the Calergy plan before. The genocide of the white people. I don't, I don't really want to go there, I guess, today. So <clears throat> let's stay within the heart center and allow your heart to keep cracking open when you want to put up a wall and resist instead soften and lean in when you feel the urge to close your heart open it up because through the opening the love of the whole universe will come rushing through I'm not claiming this is easy Maybe some of you might not think it's worth it. But the gift of the entire universe's love radiating through you is what's on the other side. Keep opening your heart and let the universe fill it with a love that blows away every limitation you've ever had. And that was from... Sarah Zula, at Sarah Zula. So let's talk about Christ consciousness. Christ consciousness is an elevated state of consciousness, a state in which we are connected to our higher self. It's our true nature. This level of consciousness is the highest state of intellectual development and emotional maturity. When we say Christ consciousness, we're not speaking from a religious perspective, but from a universal perspective. Although the word has an origin related to Jesus Christ, Its meaning does not refer only to the personality of Jesus. This word symbolizes the spiritual elevation that Jesus achieved and is a symbol of the enlightenment achieved by spiritual teachers after a period of suffering. Christ consciousness. Primordial Adam. Alright, so this is from Jonathan M Ben Aroc. Ben B-E-N-A-R-R-O-C-H. Okay. So just bear with me here. Primordial Adam. Adam Kadmon, K-A-D-M-O-N, was reincarnated as Enoch and then transformed into the youth Metatron, returning to the days of his youthful vigor, namely his first incarnation as the soul of Adam. The description of the reincarnation of Adam's soul as Enoch and then Metatron is also found in the Zohar, in the section dealing with the light that was lost to Adam after he sinned and the transfer of that light from Adam to Enoch. The homilies in, and it says TZ, I don't know what TZ is, which are the focal points of the present article, are closely connected to this segment and to an additional source in the Zohar that describes a similar process of the reincarnation of Adam's soul, described as the bright soul of the upper speculum. From what has been demonstrated thus far, a significant association can be found between the image of God and the figures of Adam, Enoch, Metatron, Rav Hamuna Sava, and Rav. Kruuspedei. K R U S P E D A I. I don't know exactly what that is or who that is. Homilies on the Book of Generations of Adam. In TZ and in Raza Damarazin. The. Homily under consideration continues by describing the reincarnation of Adam as another youth, namely Joseph, about whom Genesis says he was a helper servant. And then it says in Hebrew, also translated as youth to the sons of the law and Zilpah. This is followed by a dialogue between rabbi, Lord, oh my Lord, rabbi Shimon bar Yoki and his son, rabbi Elazar that formulates The identity of the soul shared by the three youths or Narim, Adam, Metatron, and Joseph. This section is actually the continuation of a dialogue that begins in the printed editions. This is the 16th century, shortly after the beginning of Chicken 70. Okay, so this is in Genesis. It says Genesis chapter 5, looks like 1. This is the book of generations of Adam R. Shimon opened and said. I raise my hands to the one who created the world, who shall reveal to us higher sealed, secreted, concealed mysteries. In order to utter them before Shekinah, he opened and said, this is the book of Generations of Adam. This certainly alludes to the four faces of the lion, four faces of the ox, four faces of the eagle, through which are made known the faces of people. So then in Exodus eighteen twenty-one, and you shall behold from all the people by the hair, by the forehead, by the ears, by the eyes, by the nose, by the mouth, by the hands, by the colors of the hair. White hair is of those able men, for it is stated upon them. So I just wanted to share something that I had come across about, I don't know, this Generations of Adam or the reincarnation of Adam's soul. We're all higher multidimensional beings who choose to be here. When you detach from the artificial world around you and go within, you can slowly remember who you are and why you're here. Some of us have specific missions and some are simply here to experience life in physical form and to evolve their soul. Our bodies are vessels for our consciousness. Consciousness is energy. The energy that powers the vessel. The vessel we inhabit enables us to experience a physical life on Earth, a 3D perspective through the five senses. As the planet raises her frequency, us humans follow her, which catapults us to higher states of awareness and consciousness. We all signed up for this shift, whether you remember or not. The shift from 3D to 4D to 5D. In other words, ascension. Before dropping into physicality, we were operating at a higher frequency. So, that being said, we were designed for this massive transformation, quantum leap in consciousness. This is the greatest time to be alive in eons. And although for many it seems dark, I can assure you that through these tumultuous times, the old, the golden age of peace and prosperity awaits. This must happen in order to create a new earth. Applaud as the old, archaic, low consciousness systems dismantle and crumble before your eyes. Hold the light, dear ones, The best is yet to come. And it really is an amazing time to be alive. We are breaking down all of the corruption. We're breaking down the system. We're breaking down the matrix. And there's so much to come. People have no idea, no idea what's going to happen. So I just wanted to also, um, ironically, a couple of days ago, so I swept out my uh, front porch. I usually, I mean, whatever, I sweep out my porch often. It's my walkway. Um, We get a lot of leaves (laughs) falling, but uh, I specifically did it on the full moon. I did some saging. I cleaned my sheets. Um, And I don't know, I was out there and my neighbor happened to be out there and he... I uh, wanted to talk and started chatting me up a little bit. And then he had asked me because I said something about how there's two timelines that are um, currently active, and they're going to converge at some point. And um, you know, of course, God will win. And he said, what do you mean by the two timelines? He's like, I'm serious. He's like, I, I'm really curious and I don't understand what you're saying, but will you share more? Like he he really was genuinely interested. So I told him my little spiel about the shift in consciousness and how we're moving into the whatever, um, how do I want to say, timeline of... Abundance. I didn't use the term golden age, um, but you know, I just said, you know, joy, abundance, peace, prosperity um, is to come and many more. And then I even mentioned something about med beds, but um, and the healing that's going to happen for everybody. And uh, he got the jab, and so did his wife. And he even brought that up and said that they've been struggling, and his wife, especially. Um, I've talked about her on here. She has seizures and um, she's had multiple issues. And I mean, I have clients that are struggling as well. But um, there will be healing for everyone that's going to be available. And I don't know, like I even wonder too, you know, if there's going to be those um, 3D printers, you'll be able to like print and make anything that you want. And I think too, is partly to do with um, some of like the robotic systems that are coming into play, that it's going to take over like the monotonous sort of, um, I don't know, like jobs and things. Um, so that way other individuals can focus more on themselves, their spirituality and creating uh, which is why we're here. We're here to create, and um, that needs to be the focus. So that's what I feel like. You know, some people are freaking out about you know the robots by twenty twenty five, but I really feel and believe that it has more to do with eliminating like workers, um, so that way you're not a slave to a paycheck, and there's things that can be done. Um, through our robotics. So that way we can actually truly enjoy our lives and um, prosper and be truly happy. So that way we're not stuck in this nine to five grind and um, this hamster wheel where we just continuously are just (laughs) giving our money away uh, and barely struggling to make ends meet. And I know many people out there are struggling. Um, I I mean, I'm struggling, but whatever. I mean, I'm doing what I can, doing and keeping it together. And I'm here for my clients and I'm here for others and there's tons of uh, resources and tools out there uh, to help anybody else as well. So let's look at this Akashic... Field. So the Akashic Field, also known as the Luminiferous Ether, the Zero Point Field, the Quantum Vacuum, and the Dirac Sea, consists of a subtle sea of fluctuating energies from which all things arise atoms and galaxies stars and planets living beings and even consciousness this field can be thought of as the eternal mind of god or source consciousness like a supercomputer it stores all information that has ever been and will ever be created since the beginning of time It is the constant and enduring memory of the universe. The universe's DNA. The Akashic records are akin to the DNA of the universe and our own DNA functions as the carrier and transmitter of our soul's Akashic data. How can the Akashic field be accessed? You already are tapping into it. Those seemingly random thoughts, ideas, intuitive hits and urges you feel all come from the compendium of universal thought and emotion. Nothing is random and everything is connected. And intentional. Your higher self communicates through the subtle feelings and perceptions that emanate from the zero point field. Akasha is the subtle background against which everything in the material universe becomes perceptible. Upon your incarnation in this physical reality, your potentiality has already been encoded in the field. It's up to you to activate it by aligning with your soul's frequency. Hmm. Reality is a consciousness hologram and the Akashic records are the matrix of consciousness programs that create our reality within that hologram. The higher dimensional aspect of our soul is in contact with it. So the Akashic field. The Akashic Data, there is an unlimited network of energy known as the Akashic Database, which is comprised of every single thing, being, thought, emotion, event, and situation to have ever occurred in all past, present, and future timelines. Everything has already been created by the higher self, Therefore, if you can transcend the belief in time, you may then begin to embrace your multidimensional nature by accepting that there is nothing that exists that doesn't reflect who you are. It is then that we may now redefine the nature of what we call an imagination as a recollection of the quantum memory. Meaning that if you can transcend beliefs entirely, you've now tapped into your intelligent infinity of your cosmic identity. Earth is a realm. It's not a planet. It is not an object. Therefore, it has no edge. Earth would be more easily defined as a system environment. Earth is also a machine. It is a Tesla coil. The sun and moon are powered wirelessly with the electromagnetic field, the ether. This field also suspends the celestial spheres with electromagnetic levitation. Electromagnetic levitation disproves gravity because the only force you need to counter is the electromagnetic force, not gravity. The stars are attached to the firmament. And that was from Nikola Tesla. Nikola Tesla said that. shift and timeline split your movie screen is about to be switched the drama currently unfolding on the earth script is occurring precisely because the divergence is near at that point all third density programs will continue on but in another theater the themes currently playing themselves out will fade from your memory, minus a vague, lingering sense that some kind of climactic narrative was just observed. The timeline split. Not only are all of you and I. <laughs> beamed by the same galactic master program but all of you affect each other nowadays none of your scientists want to believe this but it's true in fact you affect the sun as much as the sun affects you and down at the center of the earth there is a Spit in image of yourself so yeah some things to consider <laughs> genetic code alteration and this is from Justin Bellucci I've shared stuff from him before um, says Instagram which I don't have access to my Instagram anymore, whatever. So genetic code alteration. Because the ones who have tricked you in an unaware sleep, fed off your energy, used your immensely powerful creative capacity, know that your DNA is the receiver transmitter, multi-dimensional radio tower Akashic Record Storer, Alexandria Library of Soul Memories, leading you back into your royalty, your immense power as a co-creating force of nature, as an aspect of higher dimensional frequency and of God itself. This is why they are targeting your DNA all out. They know exactly what happens when your so-called, quote, junk DNA, which they know is nothing of the sort. They are trying to stop humans from ascending. DNA reactivates and comes fully back online. They're actually terrified of you, and for a very good reason. You are a combination of all the most powerful beings in the universe. Know this. So the Agent Smith effect, and I've talked about this on here before, but just going to remind you. In the movie, The Matrix, Agent Smith has the ability to enter any body at any time and that often happens when the matrix is threatened by neo this scenario is a reflection of our real world for example you're having a conversation with a friend and everything is fine until you mention something like 9-11 was an inside job now watch what happens Up pops Agent Smith to replace the person you were just having a conversation with to attack you because all truths threaten the Matrix. Most people have had the Agent Smith Matrix programming since birth. These programmed people become the guardians of the Matrix, protectors of the code, the police of mind control and enforces of the indoctrination which holds together our false concept of reality, like superglue. All right. The God worship gene called vesicular, monoamine transporter two it vmat 2 predisposes humans toward worshiping gods outside of them which releases rewards in the form of a temporary dopamine and serotonin high this is why people are either addicted to drugs or religion the god gene God Gene Hypothesis proposes that human spirituality is influenced by heredity and that a specific gene called the vesicular monoamine transporter 2, the VMAT-2, predisposes humans towards spiritual or mystic experiences. Yes, we have a worship gene. Trauma-based mind control. Do you really think all-powerful and all-loving God would need a child sacrifice to save your soul, which is never lost in the first place? Who is pro-child sacrifice? Which team? two sides, right? Gotta pick a choice. So this worship gene, the Anunnaki put in us to make us subservient to them as gods, has to be turned off by the person themselves willingly. If the person does nothing, they automatically find something or someone outside of themselves to worship With no exception. So the God worship gene. This worship gene is also what makes people violently defend belief systems in which are controlling them while they do not see it this way. Oh, meaning what keeps divisions going. So it's a means of maintaining the divide zero exceptions if the person themselves does not turn off the worship gene they will worship something someone as gods outside of themselves it doesn't matter what terminology you use the act of worship is what i'm referencing rejecting your own power in an exchange to give it away to someone else is worship one of the methods of turning the slave gene off is asking the self questions especially regarding all thoughts held dearly to the person what's another way to turn off that worship gene Meditation, thinking of nothing. How hard is this for people to do? Absolutely nothing is more difficult for people than to think of nothing. And I actually do that. Like I sit here and and literally think of nothing sometimes. It's pretty cool. But again... It's probably one of the most difficult things for people to be able to do. Because even if you're thinking about nothing, like you're thinking about thinking about nothing. nothing. (laughs) So no thought, no mind. Information will turn off the worship gene. Knowledge will turn off the worship gene. Meditation will turn off the worship gene. Asking yourself questions will help turn off the worship gene, the Socratic method. This can be done with other people. You know you've done it when the desire to worship outside of you is gone. When you deactivate it, It's done forever. You're free. You really don't have opinions about people anymore. You may pretend to, but inside you don't feel that. We're all one body and you know it. This, things just are what they are and that's it. Hmm. So there's some interesting stuff there. The worship gene. All right, how much time do I have here? All right, I'm only halfway through. Huh? All right, so let me touch on this other section here. because I know I talked about the different types of star seeds. Um, so let's talk about the eleven types of light workers. You can be more than one gatekeepers and grid workers it it works with the grids on earth they can be the grid of the human heart that connects the hearts of all awakened people it can be the actual grids on earth that connect to sacred sites via ley lines it can also be the higher energy grids such as the crystalline grid The gatekeepers work as a team to open interdimensional gates to allow higher light and love to enter. Number two, keepers of divine light. Their main mission is to embody the light. It is here to maintain a higher vibrational frequency, regardless of what is happening outside in tumultuous or chaotic times They consciously focus on embodying the light and expanding it to neutralize the density. They lift up humanity and support us in the process of awakening. Number three, transmuters. They dive into negativity to transmute it and release it into the light. Thus, negativity is transformed into neutrality and it returns to balance Transmuters can work on behalf of the collective consciousness and humanity by transmuting past karma. There are also numerous lightworkers who transmute the ancestral line. You may have chosen to be born into an ancestral line with a lot of negative karma in order to release it, dissolve it, heal it, and help the entire ancestral line rise in vibration which helps all of humanity huh well i feel that i align with all three of those so far (laughs) so and we already know all right so number four a healer healers serve humanity the earth animals all souls and beings Healing can be mental, emotional, physical, or spiritual. If you are a healer, follow your inner guidance to discover healing techniques. The healing work includes yourselves. You raise your vibration and fill yourself with light so that you can heal, support, serve, love, and guide others. Well, yes, I'm doing that also. Clairvoyance. They are the lightworkers who have their third eye opened and who can see beyond the veil of illusion. This gift can take many forms. You can do readings for others or provide services to inspire, guide, and empower others. You can also search for areas that require healing or transmutation. Keepers of the Divine Plan We all have a divine template of the awakened self, but the keepers of the divine plane hold its codes, embodying the codes and transmitting them through the crystalline grid, the human heart grid or through love in any form. They connect to the fully awakened self gifting humanity with the divine plan for humanity and the awakened earth thus i bring ascension into the present moment number seven the dreamers through dreams these lightworkers transmute travel interdimensionally accessing alternate dimension dreams are so dreams are real so be careful what are the symbols in dreams write them down and meditate on them every time you remember a dream meditate on it find the truth in it what could be the higher manifestation of that dream if you dream that you're going to school for example this may mean that in the dream you are learning and gaining more knowledge more gifts with which you can be of service to humanity. Before you go to sleep, set your intention to do light work in your dream and connect with your divine self, one of your higher selves. Ask your angels to show you what you need to know at that time and be careful. Dreaming is an incredible opportunity to learn and grow. Number eight, messengers. A light worker who receives guidance and messages from divinity, angels, archangels, ascended masters, galactics, and the divine higher self is a messenger. The creators, number nine, those who bring into manifestation the divine plan. They are the light workers who weave the light to bring about beneficial changes on earth. I can manifest positive timelines, positive events, or create the template. Number 10, ascension guides. They are those who ascend, entering into higher levels of light and sharing what they have learned about the ascension process. It shows us how to rise up and connect to the blessings that help all who have the opportunity to ascend. Number 11 is like it's cut off, so I don't have it. It's like the, it's not even there. Those who show the way I don't know, maybe it's the way showers. It's a complete and total guess. But those who show the way, those who show the way may not be guides of ascension consciously, but rather embody the process of ascension and live in the highest authenticity. They live awakened, inspired lives in the interest of all beings. And that was from Melanie Beckler. And it was posted um, on somewhere. I don't even know. Telegram, probably. Um, Looks like by a John Peter star. So I just wanted to share that too. The eleven types of light workers. Did any of that resonate with you? Definitely several with me. Pretty cool. Okay, so let's see where else I wanted to go here. Unlocking the divine Kundalini awakening and spiritual evolution. Kundalini energy. Kundalini is often described as a primal powerful energy that lies dormant within every individual. It is associated with the divine and is seen as a potential source of spiritual enlightenment and higher consciousness. Chakras. Chakras in the yogic tradition, there are seven main energy centers or chakras along the spine, each associated with specific qualities and attributes. The awakening of kundalini is said to involve the activation and balancing of these chakras the awakening process kundalini awakening is not a one-time event but rather a gradual and transformative process it can be triggered spontaneously or through various practices including yoga meditation Pranayama, which is breath control, and certain forms of energy work, physical and psychological effects. People who experience a Kundalini awakening may report a range of physical and psychological sensations, including intense energy heat vibrations and altered states of consciousness these experiences can be blissful and transcendent but can also be challenging and overwhelming risks and challenges kundalini awakening can be powerful and potentially disruptive experience Some individuals may struggle with the intensity of the energy and the emotional or psychological challenges it can bring. It's important to approach kundalini awakening with caution and seek guidance from experienced teachers or practitioners. Spiritual growth. Proponents of kundalini awakening believe that it leads to spiritual growth, expanded awareness, and a deep sense of inner peace. It's often seen as a path to self-realization and enlightenment. So unlocking the divine kundalini awakening and spiritual evolution. All right. So I'm going to jump into some of the other stuff. Next time, um, I've got some things on Freemasons. I have some stuff on, um, I don't know, religion. Huh. Hold on a second. I have stuff on the Zulu lore about the moon's origins. Okay, so I just came across some stuff on the Rothschilds. So seeing as Lord Jacob Baron Rothschild died today, age 87, let's just bring this up here. So Lord Jacob Rothschild had admitted that his family were crucial in the creation of Israel in a Times of Israel interview. The 80-year-old Rothschild said in a recent interview that his ancestors helped pave the way for the creation of Israel, quote, unquote, forcing the British government to sign the Balfour Declaration in 1917. Now, I talked about that Balfour Declaration in one of my other episodes but so what that is the state of israel was finally established on a bed of lies corruption and the greatest lie ever told that till today you go to prison if you deny it and one is not allowed to ask questions about the strongest factor and condition that had the United Nations vote to establish the Jewish state. And it says, I... And then, OJ Popstar? O-J-P-O-P-S-T-A-R? Popstar? I... OJ pop (laughs) star am the true Samite. The Jews are not. So I cleared the simplest lie and you can't question the 6 million because it took me 15 minutes to debunk it. Ever happened in so ways, architecture, survivors, documents... Of the 77,000 Jews that died, the science of cremation, truth will set you free. Following is Israel redemption and resolution, according to the Bible. Uh, I don't even know. So this is something to do with the f- Balfour Declaration. Dear Lord Rothschild, this is November 2nd, 1917, for an office. I have much pleasure... In conveying to you, on behalf of the Majesty's Government, the following declaration of sympathy with Jewish Zionists' aspirations, which has been submitted to and approved by the Cabinet, His Majesty's Government view with favor the establishment in Palestine of a national home for the Jewish people And will use their best endeavors to facilitate the achievement of this object. It being clearly understood that nothing shall be done which may prejudice the civil and religious rights of existing non-Jewish communities in Palestine or the rights and political status enjoyed by Jews in any other country. I should be grateful if you would bring this declaration to the knowledge of the Zionist Federation. I don't know. I just figured I would mention something here. With his death being today, I mean, there's probably some significance to what's going on in Israel. There's also some significance to majority of our own government that has dual citizenship with Israel. So, I don't know. Who the hell knows what's going on? Oh, all right. Almost at my time. So I'm going to leave you with this one last thing. The 5D New Earth. We're on the cusp of the greatest shift in consciousness this planet has ever seen. Your main job is to continue raising your frequency. When each individual awakens and steps into their divine essence... They become a light on a connected, energetic web of consciousness. When there are enough lights, the web will become activated and the whole earth will shift. So everybody needs to do their work on themselves, their inner work, their shadow work, their integration and transmutation of what's going on within that's why it's an inside job and so was 9-11 but that's all she wrote for right now I don't have anything to do today apparently I have the day off so I don't know I might just go watch the sunset maybe at the pool and do some sun gazing but uh hope everybody's well. Stay hydrated. Oh, when I went to the store earlier, I got Celtic salt. Um, I've never had Celtic salt before in my life, um, but I've been hearing some amazing things about it. Uh, we all need sodium, and the organs need to be hydrated, and Celtic salt has a lot of minerals. I think it's 62 minerals that the body needs or something like that. 62, 82, 92. I don't remember. It's a something to... Something to. But, um, check out Celtic salt. Um, I had seen that majority of Himalayan pink salt likely has heavy metals in it. So you probably don't want to be, um, using the generic sort of, um, pink Himalayan salts that you can find unless you can get like, hopefully overall something that's, um, organic or somewhat kind of pure. But, um, I got the Celtic salt today, uh, and I'm going to check that out. Oh, and also I'll share real quick. Um, I'm going to do for two weeks. It said do, do it for two weeks and then take like a week off and then do it for a couple of weeks. But first thing in the morning on an empty stomach, you mix together um, half a lemon, a teaspoon of baking soda, and then some water. But you want to just drop the baking soda into the lemon. Um, or lime, probably you could probably do either one, I would imagine. Um, I got key limes today when I went to the store. Uh, I've never usually gotten regular, like key limes, I've typically just got limes. There's actually a difference. Um, so, I got key limes today when I went in, I got some lemons. But, so a teaspoon of baking soda, just drop it in so it like fizzes. You do not want to drink it while it's fizzing, so it, you want the baking soda to be completely diluted. And I would also think that maybe sticking a little bit of Celtic salt, I don't think it's going to hurt. Um, but the baking soda, lemon or lime, and some water, uh, and it does a lot for the body. So empty stomach first thing in the morning. I'm going to start that tomorrow. Let's see what happens. Check me out on my website, jjlotustherapy.com. You can see my YouTube, Twitter at Zen I am the lotus. I come from the mud, shining a light bright on the darkness. Namaste.